This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? But on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, ladies and gents. Um, it's fun being a Watford fan, isn't it? Let's be honest, we haven't deserved to be in the Premier League all season. The league does not lie. So being up against a side who, along with Liverpool, are simply, well, let's be honest, they're just on another planet. I doubt many Watford fans were really expecting to get anything out of the game. So even more credit to all of the Watford fans who travel to Manchester to support a side inexplicably wearing green. Kind of strange, that. We'll be taking your uh, your your calls and your thoughts and your reaction to the game. So uh, if you, if you want to come on, simply press the request button and we will get everybody in. Well, we kept it tight for the first, what, three and a half minutes. Jesus' first goal was a typical combination of us with panic, hope and immediately failure combining. So one nil down. Dennis went clean through. But as we know with Dennis, he's either going to score... Or he's going to, as more recently is the case, concede possession. Um, and he basically froze and did the latter. The second goal was a great delivery in by De Bruyne. I mean, it was a really good quality goal um, in terms of the delivery. But one of the recurring themes we've had is both centre-halves get pulled. Whenever there's a ball coming in from wide, they both get pulled to the near post and leave a space and leave the fullback typically with two to try and do something on about. And uh, in this case, Ngaki was left with Jesus, who finished it, and also with um, Jack Grealish as well. Uh, Kamara is probably the only player at the moment who can kind of um, come out of the, the even half season with, with some credit. And his run in the first half was the most positive attacking movement, getting on the end of, I think it was a Dennis pass, uh, and blasting it into the net to give us some hope. Really kind of showed up a, a couple of performers in the in the forward line, two or three, um, that really didn't give us much at all there. Cleverly picked up the ball, by his own corner flag, having kind of squeezed the play successfully, but a ridiculous lazy pass basically gave the ball away. Ball played into Rodri, and then he did. He finished it with a fine finish past Foster. For details of that, obviously, you'll be able to go to uh, to, to Ben Foster's YouTube channel this, this week while he'll 
give it every bit of praise. And again, we managed to survive what the first minute or so of the uh, of the of the, the second half, but only because it took a little while for VAR to confirm it was a penalty. Two more Jesus goals. And there we go. Um, do spare a thought for for Wayne Lawther, who is not only a chaplain, um, but his son is a Manchester City fan. Um, and uh, Jesus scoring four. I mean, that's a bad weekend for anybody. Justin, sir, are you there? Hello, mate. How you doing? <laughs> that's normally the question I ask when everybody comes on, um, as we've just lost 5-1. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely didn't expect anything better. You know, it was just a, as a performance, though, it was... Um, it, it was Hodgson-esque, wasn't it, really? It was try, try and contain, fail to do so and not do much else. What were your thoughts? Pretty much that, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, I wasn't, um, wasn't expecting anything from that game. I, was just, I think it probably ended on a slightly uh, smaller goal margin than I was expecting. So if, if there are any positives, it could well be that. I have just read a tweet somewhere that says, uh, <clears throat> we're the first team in English football history to lose 15 consecutive games against an opponent. Uh, so in other words, on the last 15 times we played Man City, we've lost to them. So that's a hell of an achievement, that really. Um, and also just having a quick look through some of the five word match reviews. Brian Edwards has said, woohoo, we scored a goal. Um, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie has said, can't wait for Wickham away. What else have we got here? Ian the Hornet. I'm off down the pub. I think that probably is, uh, is what most people should be doing to be honest. Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting much from that. And, uh, I got what I did, what I hoped for. So yeah, brilliant. Okay. <laughs> what more can I say? What more can I say? I mean, you no. can't see anything positive out of that, can you? There, there's, there's very, very little positive out of it. I think what we've got here is with with, with Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson has played four four two his entire career, basically. I mean, four four two was the de facto, you know, when he started in the game in about eighteen thirty, and and therefore everybody would play it and he'd understand it. And what would happen? You'd have a back four. And if you could imagine your fullbacks almost having a piece of string attached to the centre-back, but also attached to the midfielder in front of them. So that if, for example, the ball comes down the right-hand side, imagine everybody's connected literally with a 10-yard rope and piece of string. This was a coaching thing people used to do. If somebody came down the left-hand side and the fullback went out to meet them, everybody would tuck in and the left-sided midfielder would come back in. And it would do the same thing the other way around. It would be literally you'd kind of rotate in and around and uh, and scoot in. In a 4-3-3, that doesn't really work because your Sar and your Dennis are too far remote and your midfielders are right in the middle. So all of those balls that come in from wide um, and that we leave the fullback, uh, you know, sometimes with some clever movement on his own, mm. um, it, it's also to do with our, our issue. It really is our issue there. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to add something to today just because why the hell not? I'm going to ask everybody who comes on uh, a mark out of 10 for a specific player. And by this, we're going to have our own ratings because we always look at the Watford Observer one and go, what did they think about that? <laughs> Justin, I'm going to start with you, sir. And I'm going to want I'm going to want a mark out of 10 for Ben Foster. Oh, well, I mean, it didn't, it didn't look as though he could do very much for any of the goals. He was at fault for the penalty, wasn't he? Let's give him a two. Let's be generous. Let's not give him a zero or a one. I'm going to give him a two. There's not a lot he could have done, to be honest with you. That uh, Rodri goal was amazing. What a what a goal that was. Um, yeah, let's give him a two. Is that too much? As I just explained, no, I want everybody's individual rate for an individual. We'll see how we get on. Uh, Patrick, sir, 
I've um, I've I've let you in. If you if you hit the mic button at the bottom left of your screen, you should Hello. be able to come on and tell us what you think of today. Didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, now, now asking for his uh, Foster score. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm really glad you didn't watch it because now I can get a very very good score on Agakia. So what what did you do instead? Did you listen to it? Did you pick it up on commentary? I drank. You've really you've you've made one of life's better choices today, I would suggest. <laughs> yes. Had a barbecue, had Guinness. Oh. Perfect day. Yeah. Nice, very nice. Wish I'd done that. <laughs> <laughs> so what what what's your insight on the uh, on the season so far? Any, any thoughts in that if uh, if today was uh, was was a was a good idea in the Barbie? I think we're gonna stay up. Oh yeah, you've had too much Guinness, mate. No, yeah, no, you, no, 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 no. We're gonna beat Burnley at home. We're gonna beat Everton at home. Then we're going to beat Chelsea on the final day. What about Leicester? We've got Leicester to play as well, haven't we, I think? Nah, Vardy's going to score four. <laughs> Love it. Fantastic. There's, there's some realism in there, Patrick. Thank you for that. Um, I'm, go- I'm going to ask you your score anyway. It doesn't matter that you've not seen it. I'm going to ask you for a score out of 10 <laughs> for Tom Cleverley, because this is going to be more generous than if you had seen it. <laughs> Three. Three. Yeah, that's more generous than if you'd seen it. Definitely. Yeah, well done. Well done, Patrick. That's superb stuff. Anybody else want to come on? Do let us know. Anything else you want to say, uh, Patrick, uh, before you get back to the barbecue there? Uh, Josh King's the worst player at this club. Now, now that brings us into a question mark here. A lot has been said about Emmanuel Dennis. And, you know, let's face it. He does give the ball away so much. He has become so frustrating, uh, literally in line with the AFCON, no, you're not going away kind of thing. And it looked like he's let his toys out of the pram or thrown his toys out of the pram. But what on earth has happened to Josh King? Patrick, what do you think? Roy Hodgson happened to Josh King. Really, that's my only explanation. He was good under Ranieri, but he's been... Yeah, I mean, he had, he, he, to be fair, he had one very, very good game under, under Ranieri and that was the Everton away game. I, I'm not convinced about him. I'm really not. I, I I don't think he's... A, let's see what he's like in the Championship if he stays, but my gut feeling is he's not, not the sort of player that we need hanging around. That's just my opinion. I've got to say, I'm, I'm with Patrick. I think there, there was, there's definitely been a drop-off since since Hodgson, and not just in his appearances, but in he, he at least gave us some physicality, at least tried to press. Today just seemed to be... Not not with it at all. Not with it at all. Thomas, sir, I'm going to let you in and then we will let Carl in to see how he's getting on. Oh, we've got the spinning wheel of death. Thomas, are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Hello, Thomas. I'm not asking people how they are because I've learned from the many times I've done this that it's a stupid question. So instead, I'm going to say, Thomas, what did you make of today and what would you like to tell us about today? I mean, at least it's not. We're not as bad as Southampton. We don't lose nine. However... We're still pretty shocking. I mean, I thought a goal at City, that's basically the best thing we've done all season, except for Man U. I mean, there, there was some individual right performances. Kamara, who's pretty solid-ish today. But it was, yeah, it was all right. Cleverly was shocking. Foster actually had an all right game, I thought. He couldn't really have saved many of them, especially the Rodri goal. That was pretty stunning. But, yeah, it's just coming to terms with it all, really. 
Ah, and we can hear it in your voice, and it's understandable. It was always going to be tough today. You know, they are the, I believe, the most expensively assembled team ever. They've got one, one of, if not the world's greatest coach. They do play eye-wateringly beautiful football, but but when you stand off them and you give them so much time, it's it's just so frustrating. And so many other teams go there and get a little bit more Southampton notwithstanding which is an excellent point Thomas quick question sir have you, did you get to see the game today I'm checking this now uh, I actually listened to it on the radio but I was watching okay. highlights and stuff on my phone while doing GCSE revision well yeah. in, in that case you sound you sound eminently qualified I think here to uh, we, we were just talking about about Josh King um, what what would you like to give Josh King out of 10 from literally the audio description and the highlights today i mean maybe a two and the radio <laughs> didn't mention him once there's a good reason <laughs> yeah there's a very good reason if there's a ball in approximately a 10 yard area then then josh tries to create space elsewhere yeah no he was he was very very poor today to my I, mind i well, see oh sorry i think no, hobson just hasn't spoken to any of the forwards since he's came that's my thinking at least uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't think any of them have an interest in cream teas or garden centres, so I yeah, doubt it. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. If any, if anybody hasn't seen our social media this week, he's been <laughs> deeply sarcastic. And poor, and poor old Roy, who bless him, had an had an interview by a load of junior hornets, which was genuinely lovely, and he was brilliant. And I'm sure he is a lovely guy. He he's done nothing to deserve the barrage of abuse that he's got this week from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes social media channels. Uh, <coughs> Justin and I cough as we go there. Yes, but, but let's face it, that's not going to stop this week after that particular performance. Because I think you're right; they do look like they're on a on a completely different wavelength, and it's not a wavelength we're familiar with. Carl, Mr. James, sir, where were you today? I, I was at home. Well, yeah. were, were you able to, to view the game in some yes. obviously thoroughly legal capacity? Yes, yeah. Uh, I, my, my Hebrew is uh, much improved now. I think that was the feed I was watching it on today. Did you, did you see I, the I, Chinese I one? The Chinese one? Uh, yeah, it, I, 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 didn't, I, I was struggling with which one to, to pick. Yeah, why were they wearing masks in the studio talking to the camera? I don't what? know, but... I, I quite like the, the fact that it's not just me that feels violently sick and ill watching Watford. It's now <laughs> it's now travelled across to the other side of the world where they have to wear a mask whilst talking about us. Yeah, I, 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 I saw very, it in, very weird. I saw it in in Arabic and it was uh, it was a maskless environment. I have to say, mm. but but am I the only person here who thinks that actually listening to it without a British commentary is so much better? Because the last game I think I watched with a with a, with a British commentary was Wolverhampton Wanderers four Watford nil, and it had Jackie Oakley and some other muppet yeah. from Wolverhampton. Oh my. God, was I wound up by the end of it. I'm, yeah. my, I'll be honest with you, my Arabic hasn't improved, other than Super Jesus, which was the one thing they did say quite a lot, um, <laughs> unsurprisingly. But um, what what were your thoughts on watching it in Chinese then? Was it any better than in Arabic? Um, well, I watched it in I, English. I mean, yeah, oh, see, he found one. I, I gave up after a while. I think I, I think by the time I settled on one, it, we were already t- uh, two down. So um, I, I just thought, I'll stuff it, I'll, I'll stick with this. But uh, for the game, I, I've got to be honest, I said I was... I said 5-0 at the beginning of this week. Somebody asked me, what do you think the score is going to be? I said, take 5-0. You know, that I think we, we could be in and around there, barring a a goal, which for, for a few minutes made me think, oh, you know, 
as we all do. What's going on here? This is unusual. But we went we went straight back to form. Quite honestly, my uh, my love of the game or my love of Watford at this, at this moment in time is being really tested. I do find it quite frustrating to even watch them or, or even talk about them. And, and when you when you're part of a podcast, that is a bit of a problem. You you need more world versus Carl, obviously, to make you chipper again. Because I, I know how much yes. you enjoyed that. Yes, that's that's exactly what I need. <laughs> Carl, exactly I'm asking I'm, I'm asking everybody for a score out of ten for one player's performance. And for you, I'm gonna ask yeah. for a, 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 a mark out of ten for young Jeremy and Gakia, who came in because Feminia managed to get himself injured before turning up at a big or, club. or didn't fancy it, whichever it was. I, I I suspect it was he didn't fancy it. I've got to be honest. A mark out. Of, I wish you'd give me Josh King. I just heard heard the end of that one. Inga- I, I felt sorry for Ingakia today, so I'm going to give him a I'm going to give him a respectable three. A respectable three. This is this is this is interesting stuff because you 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 see as much about the the people and how they will grade people and how angry they may be as you do about the performance. This is good. This is good. I mean, I have to say so far. Cleverly got a three because he sounded better than he probably looked to you. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Cleverly has already got his three. His three is settled. Is it, the money is in the bank, as uh, as, they, as they'd say on Bullseye. There's one for the teenagers, eh? Carl, what what did you think about Cleverly's pass out for the for the third goal? I mean, uh, that was the one that absolutely killed it. It was a little I, bit reminiscent to me of the Arsenal game. What were your thoughts? Yeah, very much so. That's exactly what it was. Uh, I think a, a player. Like cleverly, you know. Let's let's not forget he's he's played at the highest level, represented his country, played for Man United. I, it's not the same Tom Cleverly that I see now. He, he I read my head really drops when I see his name on the team sheet. I've got to be honest. Um, and for next season, as we were all uh, two of us on here were part of a, a meeting recently that the team is essentially being built round Tom Cleverly and Kuchkas of the world. Um, you know that that's a that's a recipe for a mid-table challenge next season if we go in with that. As high as that, I think that is the concern. I think that is the concern. Wendover on, I'll be coming to you very shortly. We also had somebody else waiting who's just dropped off, so I didn't get to see it. But uh, do, do do request again, and I'll get you on. But uh, Terry, sir, you should be able to come off of mute and uh, and let us know how uh, how how you saw events today and and how you are in general without the five-one drubbing. How are you in general, Terry? There you go. That was a nice way of putting it. Yeah, that's very nice, mate. Cheers for that. Yeah, I'm You're all right, welcome. man. I'm all right. Uh, football related, not so good. But um, yeah, we wasn't going to get anything out of that. I think at times we looked okay-ish. But um, yeah, going to the Etihad against Man City, you're never going to... Well, we're never going to leave there with anything, um, are we, today? Just want us to go, just just sort of be relegated and be done with it now. It's it's all a bit much. Um, I've run out of Drambuie and cigarettes, so that's a real... <laughs> Real blow. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, we need, I think we need to maybe keep Pedro and Camara or Camera, as he was called today on uh, the stream I was watching. Which, and, lang- uh, which, which, which language were you representing? Uh, I was listening to, it was, it was on Astro Sports. I downloaded some live streaming app. So that yeah, was English, I, wasn't it? Astro it Sports. was, yeah. yeah that's what I, I, had. I do enjoy a bit of Arabic or Chinese sometimes. Me and my son like listening to a bit of Chinese commentary. It's always a, a bit of a scream. But yeah, mate, it's just it's one of those. I, I don't. The, the concern is obviously with you boys with the committee meetings and, and being told that they're going to build the squad around some of our more elderly 
players is is a bit of a worry because I would say they're they were good in their day and they do have good days for us, but they're few and far between. And you know, as fans, we don't mind going down, hoping and thinking that we'll we'll sort of bounce straight back up. But if they're going to build a squad around that, those players in particular, I think we're we're doomed. But I don't really know. I don't know. I went I went I went last weekend. I was there. I watched us at Brentford, which was. And what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, that was horrendous as well, mate. Um, I didn't walk out this time. To miss <clears throat> that opportunity and then for them to go down the other end was just completely Watford all over, wasn't it? That summed up our season. I got to meet Gomez, had a quick chat with Luther Blissett, which was nice. Mate showed, told him my concerns about Josh King and he kind of defended him to a degree, but I think Josh King is Andre Gray 2.0. He's horrendous. Um, oh, these are strong words, and I like. He them. is, mate. I he's, like them. His his uh, what? His last goal was November, wasn't it? For 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 club anyway, not country. Yes, um, it was against Man United, if I remember rightly. He scored what five goals all season? Three of them were against Everton, and in his statement after, you know, he was all up for it because it was Everton. But few people have gone to his defence and said, "Oh, you know, he's not really had the players around him." But you know, I think that's a load of old tosh. If you're a striker, you should be putting it in the back of the net every other week or every three games, every four games minimum. And he's not done that. And I think a lot of the other players now have switched off. I'm sure deals are done long before it's even mentioned. You know, their agents are, must be saying to Dennis and Sar, look, boys, you know, I've got you a move to here, here or here. And they just look like they've switched off. I see a few people's statuses saying about, you know, we shouldn't even be playing Sar now he's that poor. but. It doesn't really matter. We need, you know, be nice to know, get get this season out of the way, get into summer, find out which um, geriatric manager we end up with and, and free agents we sign and, <laughs> and we can all, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, ball, you know, I'm just I'm just saying Neil Warnock has retired, but he is still, you know, he's got two years at least on Roy. So, <laughs> you know, there you go. <laughs> Terry, Terry, I am go- I'm, I'm going to ask you to give a mark out of 10 for... The, the artist formerly known as Kamara, now known as Kamara, apparently, depending yes, on who is. you're listening to, um, obviously got the goal. He's always, you know, encouraging and energetic. But what did you make of him? What would you give him out of 10 for today? Um, I'd, I'd probably say I'd give him a seven because, I, to be fair, I met him after the game last week. He was walking down to his car and I um, he let me FaceTime my son and said hello to him quickly. So I'm going to give him an extra one for that. But I'll give him a seven. He's obviously... <laughs> He's a passionate lad at the end of the day. I, I, you know, regardless of who he played, who he plays for, I, I think he's the sort of geezer that enjoys wearing a football shirt and you know and playing. And um, we need more people like that. So yeah, we'll give him a seven for his performance and because he uh, faced some my boy last week. So yeah. Oh, well, we've 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 said it on here a number of times, especially this bloody season. Let's be honest, that you don't tend to get glory hunting Watford fans. They're not like a Venn diagram where there is a, any overlap. Let's be honest. Yeah, so yeah. so seeing a player play with some passion, see a player doing and saying the right things on social media. I know it's a small thing, but it's still an echo of the former community stuff that, that the club really was, you know, the modern day club was built on. And I know people, some people will kind of groan when they hear me say the words community, but, you know, doing that and especially when they are, you know, one-on-one and if they have a chance to kind of interact with, you know, the, the kids and the, the the junior Hornet stuff that's been done on this week has been a great step in the right direction. I mean, yeah, boy, boy, yeah. boy, is that, 
small silver lining in a pretty bloody large cloud this season. But it, it is mate, that, that yeah. is something. That that is. You something. know what so else it is? In this day and age now. So like my son's eleven, right? And and any anyone else that's got a, a child will know this now. The, the you know especially like sort of young lads. It's all glory hunting. So some of my my boys' mates have got Man United shirts and Liverpool and Man City, and it's all about glory hunting and. Unfortunately, I won't buy yet another shirt unless it's a European team, for example. But um, yeah, so having a bit of interaction with the players to the fans and certainly the younger fans, it it, it helps the, the kids sort of be absorbed into the club, which is what it's about. And we've always been that type of club. You know, we had Gomez there last week, which I thought was a nice touch. Lufa Blissett's there most weeks. Graham Taylor's wife was sat behind me last week. She's there for most games, isn't she? So... Um, Christ, Terry, you're meeting everybody. Was there anybody at the club that didn't meet Terry? If there's anybody on the call who didn't meet Terry last week, please let us know. Sorry, I don't want to sound like Billy Big Balls. Um, I'll tell you what, last week, actually, there was a couple of... So, Gino was sat up there last week, and then as a couple of geezers were leaving, they were shouting at him and Duxbury. Some fairly fruitful words in their direction was was sort of said. Um, So, that was quite interesting. But yeah, but, but, I mean, but presumably these two people weren't 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 famous people, so you didn't get no. to meet them. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, uh, I like uh, the fact that this this is a place where we come on and ask for people to come on and contribute and give insight, and then we give you shit when you do. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> no, Terry. It's, 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 uh, thank on. you. Yeah, no, it's always nice being on. I have waffled on a bit today, but no, um, not at all. The the nice thing is with um, I don't. Do, do, I'm guessing Luther doesn't go to these committee meetings at the moment. He was not at the last. I can he certainly wasn't. confirm that. L- Luther absolutely adores Watford Football Club more so than it would appear John Barnes does. And uh, you know we've always got high praises for for both of them. But <clears throat> when you have a conversation with him, he he really does love everything about the football club. But he he's always very vocal on um, the situation that we're in and have been in for a little while. And um, yeah, may- maybe obviously with his playing career he was a professional it might be worth maybe getting him into those at some point and and seeing what he thinks but um i think what ducks you know duxbury has just been talking nonsense um and there's you know he's obviously a very good salesman with some of the things he's been saying but time will tell next season's going to be a huge one isn't it um to try and get back up it will indeed. We need to. We need to. Uh, if we're going to be a yo-yo club, then we need to do it on the up as well as on the down. Absolutely. Terry, that's fantastic stuff. Thank you so Cheers, much. Boys. I'm going to go over now. Cheers, mate. I'm going to go over to uh, another friend of uh, of Gino and the uh, the upper Graham Taylor and hobnobbing with uh, with with several players. Uh, he also has a uh, uh, what was it? A Nichols cricket bat, something like that. Um, Greg <laughs> Wendover Horn, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> What did you What did you make it today? And then, well, and then I, obviously, I didn't, straight after. I didn't go up, and I also, like you guys, watched it on a stream. However, I watched it on a, an American stream with American commentary Ooh. and Tim Howard at half time giving analysis. And I thought Tim Howard used to have Tourette's, so I I, I was uh, get, get, looking forward to a couple of swear words coming out, but. Uh, you know, a bollocks here and a, and a fuck there, but he's obviously been cured. Well, in in fairness, I would suggest that uh, there were there were many fans uh, of Watford Football Club, both watching the stream and in the ground, that were probably taking up all the all the capacity of the Tourettes that there was available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, 
we're playing a quality, quality side. We we weren't great, were we? Cleverly, what's he doing? Just put your bloody foot through the ball, boy. Just get it up the pitch. Could have been worse, I guess. Could have been worse. What can you say? What can you indeed. say? Indeed. So you know, with, with 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 Tim Howard, before you before you go on to your next your next point, I just want to know from Tim Howard, we're we're getting everybody who's an individual to give a mark out of ten, but only for one player. And on. and as a player of, of some repute now, I want to know what would you have given Ishmael Assar today? Three. Out of ten. Three. Three, a three is three is other than Kamara. That's the that's the top score performing well. That's, that's Look, not generous. We're good. The man. lad don't cool. want to play for us anymore. That's clear. Yeah, his yep. quality. I'm I'm a big Sar fan. He just doesn't want to get injured. That's what it's about at the moment. He doesn't want to get injured. Now, do we take him out of the shop window? Uh, and bench him and look to the future and play young young bar out there. I think I would. I think I would because Saad doesn't want to play for us anymore. Simple as that. I, In my humble opinion, what is his name? Quadro? Quadro Bar? Quadro Bar. Yeah. Let's have a look at him. From let, let's, let's have a look at him. You know, I don't think we're going to lower Saad's fee if, if, we, if we take him out of the side. Take him out. Don't want to play for us anymore. That'd be interesting. The next caller on, we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be looking to that pitch. We'll be with you in just one second, mate. So, in terms of the overall performance, was there anything positive that you took out of today? Bearing in mind, obviously, the last time we travelled there, it was eight nil. We'd lost the cumulative um, last fourteen games. What was it, Justin? Was it fifty three seven or something ridiculous? Yeah, fifty three seven. Yeah, yeah. So, so five one is uh, is is fifty eight eight. Is it now? Oh, look at those those stats. I mean, if we, if we give it another thousand years, we'll almost draw level. Um, <laughs> were, were, were there any positives, Greg? Positives. I think we've got a left back that's going to be a star in the in the championship. I, I was actually quite pleased he made a couple of mistakes in the second half because after his first half performance, we might have teams coming knocking on the door for him. So I, I was sort of a little bit pleased he made a couple of mistakes. I think Kamara's going to be a yeah, he, he he's a bloods. Loser's going to be good in the championship. Uh, other than that, yeah, JP10's header at the end. If that falls to a City player, that's in the net. That's our problem, you know. I thought JP10 gave, gave gave us more of an option once he came on for Saar than yeah, I was I really expecting him to. No, 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 I agree. But I, I think, lads, we've got to move the conversation on now. Yeah. Got to look to next season. Got to talk about a young, progressive coach coming in, given at least a two-year or three-year tenure, and build something around him. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right, Pete. Pete, Oh, sorry. Go on, Justin. Just before you bring in Pidge, very quickly, a gentleman uh-huh. uh, actually replied to one of our tweets last week, and I can't find his name, unfortunately. Um, but he did say that he listens to this podcast or the uh, the uh, the upload uh, in the car, and his wife gets annoyed with him. So I did say I'd say hello to him and his wife. Thank you very much for being patient, this chap's wife. Um, I realise it's not everyone's cup of tea, but obviously your husband enjoys listening to it. Um, there's a couple more uh, five-word match reviews in. Uh, Peter Ryan has said, what else did we expect? Um, we're all Hornet. Steve has said it was less than eight. Uh, and someone, where's the other one about? Oh, yeah. Peter Lee has said five games left. Thank God. There we go. As you were. <laughs> 
at the famous Sloping Pitch podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch podcast. We think this tournament could be okay. Sport Social. Right. Okay. Well, no, that's a, that's true. I think I think everybody's thoughts are, Christ, let's just get this over with, and then let's move forward. Um, so let's bring in Pidge. Pidge, sir, if you want to uh, hit your mic button, and you should be there. Yeah. What did you make of today? What What are your thoughts on everything? Um, before I say that, Wendover Horn, it's spot on. We need to give a, a progressive young coach two or three years after this, and. Uh, yeah, that's uh, he he hit the nail on the head there. But yeah, as regards today, the only one that really standed out for me is um, <laughs> Camara or Camara, uh, who I thought was excellent. Um, that's really about it, to be honest. I didn't expect too much of the game as long as we went there and had a good go. But I think um, what re- that was the only positive was his goal. I thought it was very well done. I had a go at uh, Dennis for his very selfish. Uh, selfish run which to be honest was a foul because I saw it and he kicked his foot um but that's that's gone now it's it's happened but apart from that they were just far better side than us quality told in the end didn't it yeah um, yeah I mean they are they are genuinely I'm not just trying to give us an easy ride here they are just genuinely on another planet they're coached you know you know it, it's it's Guardiola's third iteration. He did it at Barcelona. We saw it. He did a diff a variation on it at uh, at Bayern, and now he's you know he's probably into his third iteration of his Manchester City side. To be honest with you, and they are all so ridiculously comfortable on the ball. And when you see what they have available, you know, or who weren't in the, in the in the actual playing squad today, you know, you know, it's it's just balmy. But they do play. I and I I'm a I'm a huge um, enthusiast. I won't say fan of of how they play the game. But um, you know, we don't. As I said, as I said at the, the top of this, we don't deserve to be in the Premier League, let alone playing the creme de la creme of the Premier League, which is Liverpool and Man City. They are they are just so far away from everybody else. Well, well to be honest, mate, we deserve to be in the Premier League because we got promoted, mate. We just don't deserve to stay up. I think that's probably well the better said. Way that's, of that's at. A, yeah, I agree. That's a very well, very well said. Well, I can see where you're well. getting at, though, mate. I can definitely see where you're getting at. Um, we haven't earned our right to uh, certainly stay in this. We're just simply not good enough. But I do agree with playing. The, I mean, we're down now. We might as well just play Shaq Ford up front with Barr and Pedro, to be fair, because um, I'd love to see Barr and see what he can bring and just let him, like GT did at the end of the season when we got um, relegated in 99-2000, just bring a couple, not loads of them, just bring two or three of them in that we know that are pretty much going to be featuring next season and let them have a few games, no pressure on them at all and just let them play and um, and just get some in around the squad and a bit of game time. So yeah, I'd love to see Shaq Ford because I think SARS, I don't want to just dig him out, but yeah, you know, like um, one of the other callers said, and he, like I said, once again, hit the nail on the head that I think a lot of agents have sorted out deals for him now. So to be honest, we might as well play, players that look like more or less going to stay. But so, I know, I'm just sorry, mate. I'd just like to pick on a point someone's put on a form, which is a good, it's good um, shout. We've got 22 points at the moment. The worst we had was under GT. But I turned around to him and it's a fair point. But I said, at least back then, we had a couple of local lads and the players actually gave a shit then. We had, a, we had an amazing manager um, that pretty much uh, promoted 
in two years a League One side. Um, so we were never ready. We didn't have the money. Now we've got more money, shall we say, than we did back then. And just we just bought a load of players that just really, to be honest, just don't give a shit. And so I just can't wait to the end of the season and then we can press the reset. And at least in the Championship, you've got some decent away days. We'll probably win some more games, hopefully. And uh, we'll probably enjoy it a bit more. A lot of those players also, Pidge, were League One players in that um, exactly. that campaign. If you think about who was playing for us that season, Hyde, Johnson, you know, Kennedy, uh, Kennedy uh, they well, were all for... was an Australian international. He was going to go to Leeds at one point for five million and then he turned his knee again, bless him. And I was really gutted for him. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But I'm... a lot of that team, mate, were, you know, two seasons ago playing yeah. in two divisions below. So, although that's a that's fair I mean. point. That's what I'm agreeing with, mate, as well, because... You know, look how amazing GT and the the players did to get us get us up for t- two divisions in two seasons and get into the Premier League. And those players gave everything in the Premier League. Okay, we were getting beaten most games, but at least you came out of the, came out of the grounds knowing that they had a good go. You yeah. knew we weren't good enough. The players just weren't good enough. But they gave they gave a shit back then. You know, they don't anymore. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting. Pinch, do you remember that season? GT had to play Clint Easton in that side. Yes, yes. Now Clint Easton, you know, I, you know, he's a. (laughs) I don't think he had a career in the lower leagues. He went to Norwich, didn't he, Clint Easton? Yeah, did did nothing. I don't think did nothing. He went to Norwich. David Perpetuini as well. I mean, Perpetuini. Yeah. Sorry, he was. I've I've met him a couple of times. He was a right dick. I remember him coming out, and I think apparently Rob Page flattened him outside Kudos. I mean, the guy was. He loved himself, and he just. He was another one. Clint Easter. I would have Clint Easter and Perpetuini in that side back then, to be honest. But I know what he meant. There are other names as well, like James Panay and all these other guys that have been lost to the annals of history. Lee Johnson, I'm sorry, (laughs) but he only got interested his dad. Oh, dear. Anyway. Right, well, thank you, guys. And and for anybody else listening, the Nostalgia Hour will be coming to the end in... (laughs) No. Yeah, mate. No. I just, I just can't wait to the end of the season. Then we can just press the reset. I'm, I'm still looking forward to going next week. I'm, I'm I'll just be happy to go and see, take in another game because me and the missus take it in turns to go to the game. So she's got one more, and I've got two. So I, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be shouting and supporting the lads, regardless um, of us going down. So yeah, I'll um, see you boys then. Absolutely. I think I think for, for fun and frolics, the championship is hard to beat, to be quite honest. And as I said to a lot of people, the, the worst thing about that championship season was we couldn't go to all of those games. So I appreciate Sorry. I'm looking for a silver lining and, and it's probably not there. What the heck? Mr. Ian Bacon, sir, how are you? I'm here. Good afternoon. Peter. Welcome. Oh, dear. Right. I'm going to have to go back to Pidge in a second because I forgot to get his mark out of 10 for somebody. But, Ian, what, what did you make of today, first of all? And then we'll get Pidge's mark out of 10 in a minute. Well, um, I didn't watch it. So that's uh, one plus. Um, that, that, just... that, don't, don't think that that means you can't give a mark out of 10. This, <laughs> is, this is nothing if not ill-informed. <laughs> but I, I, I was watching um, uh, Sky Sports. It's it's just what, um, what I expected, pretty much. But I, I just have to say what... Um, Terry, Greg, and Pidge have just said. I, I really, really agree with. Let's need to forget about this season now. I can't see us getting another point. Let's just focus on next year. And I, I, I totally agree with Pidge. I would blood a couple of the younger players this season, uh, the remaining games of this season, because to be quite honest, they can't do any worse. 
Um, and there's quite a lot to look forward to um, next season. If you look at players like Hung Bo, who's having an amazing loan season, and he's really come into his own in the last sort of like eight to nine weeks, I guess, up at Ross County. Get him yeah, back with in, in the, yeah. yeah, get get him back in the um, in the squad next year in the championship. He could really really be a star player for us next year. And then yeah, Kamara and and JP Ten, and also Hernandez, who obviously wasn't playing today because he's he's injured. So um so yeah just looking looking forward to uh, looking forward to next season really. I I think you know and I appreciate everybody's going to be on a downer. We were all on such a downer um that uh, if if you if you were happening happening to look at Twitter around uh, half time you'll see we we announced the winner of the over 16 Yao Pedro boot um award which uh, we, which we did simply on the basis that we thought well, hopefully we can at least make somebody smile today. Absolutely. Um, at, at the time, we were we were intent on trying to turn three one into four one into five one. By the time I got the tweet out, so um, so uh, you know that that's gone out today. But I think we can. Everybody's keen to get the end of this done and to look forward. Um, I mean, uh, Carl and I were on a thing in midweek where we were talking about you know kind of who who might be the next manager, um, you know who might fit that profile that. Uh, that Greg was just talking about there in terms of maybe a, mm. a young, energetic, um, anybody that, that that you've seen at all that uh, that, that that might fit the bill or, uh, or, his, or his, his name escapes me, but it's the guy who's in charge of MK Dons. He's had um, um, a good coaching career before he took over the manager. He was over at the um, New York team that's linked with with Man City, and then he managed a team in one of the Scandinavian countries, I can't remember which. Liam Manning. Liam Manning, Manning yeah. That's it, Greg. Thank you. Um and then he's he's got MK Don's um, you know, up up the the uh, the, the top end of, of the table. So um I think he's something that we somebody that we should um uh, consider and, and you know some somebody like that who who like it was said um previously, just just stick with them for three years. You know, just just back them through through thick and thin because you'll get more out of them in the um in the long run. Good call, good call. I'm going to ask you, sir, for a mark out of ten for somebody you didn't see today, but yeah. um, but give me a mark out of ten for Samir today because he's had a few up and downs um, of, of recent weeks. Where, where would you put him on the scale? Do you think, in comparison to anybody else, was he mentioned on Sky Sports at all? Nobody in a uh, green shirt was mentioned on Sky Sports. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not not even Justin, the hoodoo of all green shirts. <laughs> Let let let's let's go a four. A four, excellent. I'm I'm, I'm generous. Glad to see. Generous. No, no, no. It's all right. We 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 never we never allow a lack of knowledge to get in the way of an opinion. Not here. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Katie, Katie, are you there? How are you, how are you in general? Not about today. He says backtracking. If you want to come off mute, and then you can you can tell us what your thoughts were on today. Hey. <laughs> hey, and you're there. What an arrival. Yes, I am. Honestly, I'm quite positive because I thought it was going to be 8-0 and, you know, we kept it at 5. And I think that is a positive that we can take. And we scored a goal. And I didn't watch it, so I didn't have to witness any of the depression. So I'm just moving on, getting over it. It wasn't the worst thing that it could have been. And, yeah, you know, look on the bright side. Hey, you can catch up with it on Match of the Day tonight if you want. I'm sure we'll be on first. No, oh, I will okay. not be doing that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I love the phrase, I didn't have to catch up with any of the depression. And then you came here. That is a triumph of hope over experience, I would suggest. 
I think um, what you were saying about the championship though is so right. Like, I've we've kind of all accepted that we're going down, and I think we'll get lots more wins. You know, we'll get the players out that are kind of not really playing for the shirt. We'll have a nice young squad that will be really fun to watch. I think, and I think that's something we can. Hopefully, we'll have a good manager in charge who will, you know, someone long term. And I think it's looking quite promising. This is good stuff. We are looking for, from you though, a mark out of 10 based on not watching him. So you can base it on the season overall, if you like, or you can just make a number up between one and 10 for Musa Sissoko. Oh, I, I actually love him. You know, I'd probably give him like, I'd probably say he's like an eight or a nine because I think every week he gives his all. He really, really tries. Like he runs so far on the pitch. He scored some goals. Like, I think one thing that he lacks is I think he's not as vocal as I would hoped a captain would be. Like, he can't really control the team as someone like who Tro- like Troy Deeney would do. But I have to say, he's never had a bad game. I think he his work rate is incredible. So I'd probably say an eight for him. I think I think he probably falls into that line as as we we said earlier on. I don't know if you're wrong when we said about it, but you know, seeing seeing Kamara now 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 we've decided to call him Camera for no reason at all. <laughs> it, it, you, if you see somebody with some heart, with some with some desire and some work rate, and you know, just kind of who, who do do the right things, you'll forgive them an awful lot in comparison for the people who won't shake a leg. Um, and I think he's. He, you're right. He he's always worked hard. I think his uh, his passing hasn't been great, and sometimes he's he's kind of run the ball out more than anything. But um, but I think he's probably one of the few who can come out with any credit at all from the season. Definitely, definitely. Um, Pidge, sir, I need, I I let you off without giving me a mark out of ten for. I'm going <laughs> no, to I'm, I'm ask for a mark for ten or, or a mark out of ten. For Cabaselli, so we're going to we've done Samir. We're going to cover off the rest of this defence if it kills us. Which, let's face it, this defence will probably kill us. What for the season or just today? Well, if you saw him, base it in, base it on today. If you didn't see it, base on the season. Uh, on the season, I'll put five because he's barely featured in the games. He, he's played all right. He hasn't been amazing, and today, yeah, I'll give I'll give him a five again. Good stuff. Okay, we're, we're, we're almost collecting uh, some scores here. This is this is this is this is almost science, as uh, as Carl and Justin <laughs> would put it. But, but really not. <laughs> but really not. Right, sir. We're going to allow in. Oh, here we go. Here we go, everybody. It's pantomime time. He's coming in now, Uncle Sir. I called you Uncle. Hello. Uh, last time, hello, Uncle Ron. Last time, I said, "What would you like to be called?" And you said, "Rupert." And I immediately started calling you Uncle, <laughs> which which was just me being an idiot. Rupert, how are you, sir? And uh, what did you make of today's game? No, I'm a bit fed up, and I'm a bit surprised um, by uh, Katie saying there's something to look forward to. Um, the problem is, a lot of these absolute rotters are contracted for next season and going on further. We've got. Cleverly, who's, I mean, the expression used to be his legs have gone. His his legs have gone. And um, he's still here next year. Cathcart's still here. Cabaselli, who is horrendous. And it seems to be given a free pass because he once wore a funny T-shirt. Is contracted until 2024 when he'll be 33. I mean, these who likes these players? I like camera, but the rest of them. That's some of the most rotten individuals I've ever seen in a Watford shirt. 
What about well, loser? What about I was loser? Gonna ask. I was gonna say, and I, what, I mean, what does he do? Well, you you say why you think we're overrating him? Well, I don't. I, sorry, I don't mean maybe you don't. Maybe you don't rate him. But there seems to be a consensus that this is someone um, we should build around. I've seen nothing from him this season. Have you? Maybe I've missed it. I think I think loser is possibly one of those players who has a certain game on and off the ball which and, and no disrespect but not being in the stadium it's hard to appreciate that he's got a bit of tenacity and a little bit of bite about him sometimes it's it's not necessarily seen but i think he is probably a good player in a poor side is definitely the syndrome i would attach to him at the moment because one of the things that we've seen from from the team and i i don't think we're on a, a particularly different page to you there here uh, rupert i think it's the fact that the the level of movement that you see from the team when the when the ball is played into well pretty much any individual but loser is a passing is a, he's a passing animal and when there is no movement and no space being generated i don't think he looks particularly he doesn't look as good as he would do i think in a better side but but notwithstanding you haven't seen anything in him so that's absolutely your opinion no, he, what, he, what what would you give him as a mark for his season so far obviously he started off extremely poorly and he's taken a long time to get up to up to any sort of speed whatsoever. But what would you give him for his season overall, rather than necessarily just today? Well, I think he's got a worse right foot than Christy Brown, so um, I'll give him two. <laughs> that was niche. I like that. Yeah, but didn't Christy Brown have a bad left foot? Was that... No, he had a good left foot. The left foot was good. Oh, you're right. right. Sorry, you're, you're absolutely right. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that is niche. If you don't know that, this, look up your Daniel Day Lewis films because that is this, a very niche reference. I have to this say. is the most niche football phone we've ever done. Absolutely, yeah. We, we've had some odd stuff. Let's be honest. Oh well, no, fair enough, fair enough. Well, um, anybody else? Do let us know if you want to come on. I'm just going to let Rich in. Um, Rich, sir, how how are you in general? I keep backtracking on this stupid thing. We've just lost five one. Of course, everybody's down. But uh, but, Rich, what what would you like to say about today or the season in general, or looking ahead for next season? I think the main thing that I would like to say. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can. Richard, the, no worries. Far I away, think sir. you have to be very careful that everybody is thinking. Okay, it's going to be good in the championship next year. We'll have a good strong team. We'll come back strong. If we're not very careful, we're going to end up slipping through the divisions, in my opinion. I don't think we're ever at such a low point where the club is so disconnected from its fans, um, from the team. It doesn't look like a team. It's a, it's, a, it's a team of individuals. I can't even use the word team. There seems to be no coordination. There seems to be no um, structure, no settings. And it's classic of a club that is going to fall through the divisions if things aren't taken seriously very quickly and I think it's up to the fans to really start to really start questioning things much more vocal and much more vociferously than they're doing at the moment because we're lying down having our bellies tickled at the minute and if I think you have to do that after a certain amount of games next season if there's no improvement because I think this season was always going to be a bit of an ask Um, it's always an ask in the in, in the prem I think we've overachieved previously um, so I would say to you, I think you're right, but let's see how we get on next season first. Let's see what the recruitment's like in the summer. 
Let's have a look at the first 10, 12 games, see how we're getting on. If there's no improvement, then I think it's time to start voicing. The only, the only thing I would say on that is that how long do you give it before you, things need to, questions need to be answered now. We can't go into another summer where the transfer window closes at the end of August and we gain, we're stuck with a squad that isn't good enough to even get out of the championship and then it's too late to make any noises. The noises need to be started well, now. The, the, the board need to understand that the, the, the disconnection between fans and the club now is at an all-time low. And if things don't change quickly, we're going to go through the divisions. I'm absolutely convinced of it. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I've 45 years I've had a season ticket. I'm fairly straightforward. I've seen the lot. I'm, I'm not usually one for getting over overreacting, but what I'm seeing, I just don't recognise as a football club anymore. It's, it's very sad, very sad. And I'll give you a few. And this I saw a nice well, game you're... today. And... Um, I'm, I'm, I know you're asking for. You can you can ask me about any points for any players, but I'm struggling. I'm, I'm going to ask. I, I'm going to ask you for a difficult one today because he is very polarizing. Emmanuel Dennis. Emmanuel Dennis makes things happen, whether that be positive or negative. What I looked on that. What a great what line! I, what I, I love that. that game today. If you want to compare to someone like Saar, who I'm always, who I've been a big fan of, what I saw in that game today was things happening when when Dennis was on the ball. I didn't see Saar touch the ball. I saw two players today, Kamara and Dennis, looking to try and go forward and make things happen. It doesn't always come off. He has his head down a lot. But I'll take him over over the other nine players that I saw on that pitch today. Some old favourites, like people like Cleverly. And I just felt sad to watch a player like Cleverly today, who you know has done everything for Watford Football Club, but he looks so out of it it's frightening and because he's a Hodgson man he gets in the thing and people actually want to complain about Dennis he has created more goals assists for us to, for us this season and goals I think we scored 30 goals 31 goals I think he scored 15 of them and created six of them and people want to criticize him then that's fine but god you'll miss him next season the thing is, uh, I think I mentioned on a on a reply to a tweet. It's a bit like when you sell a car or scrap a car, and you're saying, "Well, it's still got four fairly decent tyres on it." I mean, yeah, he's been the leading light in the team, but you know, it's it's been one of those seasons where even a leading light like him hasn't really shone out. I don't mm. think. Um, and do you think? I mean, would you keep him for next season I if you could? We'll have a cho- choice in that matter anyway. They, 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 are, they only ever bought him to make a make a. a st- would I keep him? No, because I don't think his head will be in the championship. I think he's the arrogance of of the lad is is such that he believes he's a top player and believes he should be in the Premiership. I'm not going to criticise him for that because I think people should have ambition and should think they're good. Um, would I keep him? Of course I would if he, if he was up for it, but he won't be. So no, he needs to go and we need to get as much pennies for him as we can. Not that I'm greatly, greatly enthusiastic that we'll, re- we'll reinvest the money that well. We're not very good at doing that by the sound of it. So, but no, I think, I think he's been a positive addition. God, God help us where we'd be without him. This season, that's all I would say. But I, under, I, but I well, understand what twentieth probably. Twentieth rather than nineteenth. Well, I understand maybe. why he polarised his <laughs> opinion. But uh, his fifteen goals out of that team, you'd have been looking at probably the worst ever uh, contribution to a, a season in the Premiership mm. from Watford Football Club. But there you go. <laughs> Rich, Rich, sorry, sir. I, I, and I apologise. I don't know if you've rung in no. before, but a great call. Really fabulous. Please, please come back. There are there are 
There are people who turn up regularly and put in a contribution, and that's fantastic. I'd, I'd ask a couple of questions then. So give me a mark of, of out of 10 for Dennis for the season. And I'll just put, I'll just chime in with my thoughts on, on Dennis. Is that he, he hasn't scored 16 goals. He's scored 10. Okay. But after today, he's had six okay. assists. So it's 16 six. goal contribution. Right. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. Prior to today mm-hmm. and prior to the Arsenal game, because I didn't watch it. I don't know what Saka has done. He and Saka were over the course of the season, Saka had had 32 games, Dennis had had 30. Before today, Saka had had 10 goals and five assists, and Dennis had had the same from 30 Uh games. And everybody, of course, will eulogise about Saka because he's producing it consistently, you know, whereas whereas Dennis has had, a, you know, a kind of up and down, you know, he had a, a glorious start to it. But if you look at it over the course of the season, and we know that players don't always produce over the course of the season, they will have peaks and troughs in terms of attacking. His stats are quite remarkable, genuinely. But, I, you know, he has polarised because yeah. of that. What would you give him for, for out of 10 over uh, the season? Sir? Seven and a half. That's a good answer. What I'd like also in that case, I, everybody else has given me a full number. You've split the numbers. That's that. That's the that's the level of maverick you bring. I like this. This is excellent news. Um, you, you're absolutely right. And we we've we've said uh, we've had lots of people come on, especially uh, Rupert, who was on before, who's down as Uncle Ron on 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 there uh, about concerns generally for the future, but also about next season. Um, and there's been a lot of concerns that we could, you know, I mean, the words Derby County, obviously, are the ones that kind of come out. They they were relegated back in about 2009. So it's taken them a long way and an awful lot of bad abuse to get there. But of course, it's something that would chime in. If you could appoint one manager from your knowledge of managers or anybody that you think, because what it's going to fundamentally come down to is a changing of the guard in the management area, definitely, and obviously a change of players. And we don't know whether that will go under what particular remit, the Pozzo Network, Mogi Barrett or, or, or the manager, you know, the new coach coming in. Is there anybody who you like the cut of their jib and they could correct where we might be going next season, do you think, rather than falling through, which is your concern? Okay. Without sort of evading the question, it's very difficult to put a name on it. Yes, people are talking about Diego Martinez and people like that. I don't know the bloke any more than most Watford fans do. We, You know, Lou Orns is very good at giving his um, appraisal of him and he sounds a very good coach. Mm-hmm. The thing that Watford Football Club needs to get back to is the situation where a manager has control of his players, has control of buying of his players, has control in a say of the formation that he wants to pick. Now, yeah, okay, I'm a, I'm a Graham Taylor man, of course I am, and I'm I'm not going to keep harping on to the past, but Graham Taylor not only got to know his players, he went round, he got to know the families, he got to know the makeup of the player, he got to know the character of the player, he got to know what he was going to get out of players. And that is what Watford Football Club need. Now, that's going to take a bit of time, but it needs to take two or three years of a coach that is going to be given the opportunity. Now, yeah, um, Diego Martinez might be the man or um, the lad that's now at Swansea that went for Milton Keynes, uh, Russell, something, I think the name, the name escapes me. Uh, Lowe? Yes, Lowe, yes, is it Lowe? Lowe. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Russell Barton, guys. Russell Martin, that's the guy, thank you. Um, and somebody of that sort of ilk, but also somebody that's going to understand the championship, is going to understand that you're playing three games a week most of the time, is going to understand somebody that wants to put that shirt on and wants to run on that pitch and play his heart out. You know, in the, in the Watford team at the moment, I look at people like Pedro. Now, again, he's got an edge, but he wants to, he looks like he wants to play for us. He's got a shirt. He wanted to do it. He gets stuck in. Um, you know, it's players like that that we've got to build the football club around. And 
so I know I appreciate I've not answered your question in too many names, but that to me is what the football club needs. We need to get back to basics. We need to stop having Gino Pozzo, Duxbury, and Giretta sitting on the in the in the um, training ground on the shoulders of a manager. Let him get on with his bloody job. That's what he's employed for. You, me, and anybody else on this podcast that when they go to work on a Saturday, if they have somebody micromanage them, you're not going to get the, the best out of them. Get them, if you're paying them a good pat, few quid, let them get on and do what they're paid to do. That is what football is all about. It's a simple game, as you know, as Graham told us. It's a simple game. You know, it's a game for the for the people, and it's a simple game. Let them do their jobs. If it fall, you know, if somebody has a run of six defeats on the bounce, ask yourselves why and have a look. Support him. You know, lots of people love Javi. You know. Uh, you know, I had my misconceptions about Xavi, but I never called for his head. He, he he should have been given more time. He should have been. They should have understood. And they they go and buy Saar because he doesn't fit into his into into Yavi's way of thinking. Talk to your manager. What do you need from me? What do you need? You know, we've got a couple of players there in Kamara as a left back. Finally, we've identified we've got a proper player. Are we going to keep him into next season? Who knows? But whoever you bring in. You need to be interviewing him and finding out what do you want from me? You know, once you've identified you've got the manager you think you want, that's what you should be saying to him. What do we need to do to support you? And if he says, get out of my face and let me get on with it, this is the player I want within reason and it fits the Watford situation, then great. But what is the Watford model anymore? You know, is it Gino Pozzo or is it a football team? You know, that's, that's what I want. Sorry if I'm rambling. Rich, Rich. I, I a voice of sanity. I, I love that call. Yeah, that was a great, great bit. It, it's not, it's identity. I think is what we what yeah. we miss. Just that identity of a, of our football club. We don't know what we are um, until until we have that. You, you're, you're absolutely spot on with that. I've just listened to that, and I, I'd give you a round of applause <laughs> if I wasn't holding my phone in my hands. Because honestly, yeah, fantastic. And, and and in Carl's case, probably a beer in the other, <laughs> in fairness. Rich, no, Rich, no, if... I'm, I'm I'm hung over today, and uh, so I've, I've no beers. <laughs> Rich, Rich, if that's the way you evade a question, welcome home. <laughs> Please come back here again. That was superb stuff. How you evade a question is say things like seven and a half, and then me turn to the screen and go, hold on, there isn't a seven and a half option. <laughs> that's how you evade a question. Rich, that was a tremendous debut call. Thank you so awesome. much. It was brilliant stuff. Um, I, I, we haven't got anybody else um, uh, requesting to come on, so I think we'll start to bring it to an end. And I'm going to bring it to an end with uh, just a talk of, obviously, uh, at the start of the hour, somebody mentioned Clint Easton. Clint Easton had 64 games for Watford, and you're absolutely right. He was uh, he was elevated probably beyond his status along with that team because of that double promotion that year. He did go to Norwich, and then he went to Wickham Wanderers. Wickham, where we all know that Mike Keane had a sports shop. Hey, Greg. Um, he then went to Gillingham. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if you listen to the world versus Carl, you'll get that reference. Very my very niche reference there. We do niche. Niche is what we do here. And also next week, if anybody can find a new language to watch a stream from, that'll be another niche. <laughs> Hereford United, he also played for, and then he finished his career at Ebbsfleet. There you go. That's what happened to Clint Easton. Look, guys, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, for calling in, for all of the contributions. I think everybody's realistic enough to know that today was never going to be a game that, that we were likely... To, to to do something in because of the uh, uh, the riches and indeed the quality that Man City have 
and that we don't in in comparison to. People will all have their opinion, but this is the place where you get to come and voice whatever your opinion is. Um, and and we what we want to make sure is that everybody's opinion is respected and appreciated. Um, going back last weekend, there were some suggestions that we shouldn't allow certain people, such as Rupert, to come on um, and, and give him so much time. That's not something we're going to do. We're going to make sure that everybody and everybody's opportunity for an opinion is there. What we will be asking is that everybody kind of comes on and makes a comment about that particular week and kind of moves the, moves the conversation on. Otherwise, we all kind of stand still and it's the same thing. But thank you so much for everybody's contribution. And also, and please don't think this is not underappreciated or this is underappreciated. Everybody who comes on and listens, either live or on the podcast, um, the whole idea of this is to get the the supporters' voices heard and listened to. The five word reviews is to try to get you know if you don't want to come on and say something, send us a, send us a tweet, send us a DM, let us know what your thoughts are. If you don't want to come on and talk, because not everybody does, um, let us know and we will uh, we will try and hopefully give that give that voice an airing. So thank you everybody uh, everybody who's been on. We will uh, we'll call it to an end. Have a great week and we will all see you after the next match. Cheers well done, mate. Well done Pete. Well done well Pete. Done. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.